0: Hello everybody and welcome to Ruth is Stranger Than Fiction. This week we're going to be investigating just a little bit into the murky world of poisons and some horrible poisoning. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm joined today by Joanna McPhee, um, once again who was with us last time, and also today Jake Dyer is here with us. Hello Jake. Hello. And hello Joe hello jo has got a bit of a cold so she's quite croaky and very croaky very croaky and bungy
1: and a bit grotty
0: yeah quite <laughs> grotty <laughs> uh, and once again tech sausage chris rogers yeah, is here tech sausage. rolling his eyes and recording um and what's more today is a special day because it's my birthday whoop, whoop. um so that doesn't have anything to do with poisonings i <laughs> hope but okay. here we are <laughs> don't, you don't want
1: poison for your birthday. poison
0: birthday Bye no,
1: universe.
0: as usual we will be having some drinks um, to help us on our way um, and I'm going to start us off today with drinks after my uh, slight debacle last time of the milky teetish oh, horror. So it was so t-t-y. Um I've gone a bit more straightforward this time um, and I have got us a lovely bottle of fizz. Jeanne Lefeiffer. Jeanne Lefeiffer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think she's, I think it's Australian. <laughs> Um, And the thinking behind this is that um, there is an Agatha Christie novel called Sparkling Cyanide Ah, good. and Joe and myself and um, lovely Katie, aka Alice Samuels, went to um, a talk about uh, Agatha Christie's forensics Um, and we thought it was going to be a lot more poison based due to the name Sparkling Cyanide, but actually there was no poison talk. There was other good stuff. But yeah. we should
2: make up for that tonight.
0: We'll make up yeah. for that tonight with a lot of poison talk. We'll get so poisoning. I am going to pop
2: poison of the unskinny bop fame,
0: <laughs> or Alice Cooper. Oh, oh.
1: no Alice water. Cooper poison.
0: Poison. Oh. Um, so I will now pop the. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so Joe and I went to this talk, and it reminded me that *Sparkling Cyanide* was a was an Agatha Christie novel, but then. When I was reading the synopsis of it I don't really remember it at all Of the novel? Of the novel And I'm sure I read it when I was a teenager I don't remember it Because I I got all that Agatha Christie's out of Rock Road Library Who
1: who is the Poirot?
0: Well, here's a surprise It's somebody called Colonel Race So not Poirot? Not Poirot Oh Who's Colonel Race? Exactly, Joe. Who is Colonel Race? Colonel Racist Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's um, not not confirmed Sorry (laughs) Not confirmed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then apparently Colonel Race does appear in some of the Poirot books um, Along
2: with Poirot. as a, side, a kind of
0: sidekick. Have
1: moustache? Probably.
2: I've oh, two moustaches in the, in the uh, game. I so. think yeah, in those yeah, days yeah. everyone had a moustache,
0: oh, okay. so I think yes. Um, I wonder at this point if we're going to make Chris say Poirot because he says it in a really funny way.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <No>. Poirot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> as soon as I had to say it a minute ago, I said it weirdly as well. Okay. <laughs> so like, Poirot. Poirot.
1: Poirot. Poirot. Pri- <laughs> <laughs> Poirot's not involved.
0: Um, and what happens in the book apparently is a husband and wife uh, are murdered one, exactly one year apart from each other via the method of cyanide in their champagne. The wife dies at a dinner and then one year after she's been killed, mm. the husband holds an anniversary dinner. How oh,
2: About the death.
0: To see if he can elicit a confession from somebody. Classic But Agatha. then instead he gets killed.
1: What yeah. I thought was interesting in that talk that we went to last Ooh. week was that the person talking said, Agatha Christie, it wasn't her idea to do the like end scene where she gathers everyone together and um, reveals all. It was oh. her publishers who said that should be... And it only happens
0: actually in one of her books. Yeah. Only and th- now that's become the but kind in of in every
1: TV they, they, adapt, Yeah, we yeah, do it, not
2: yeah.
0: We should say that the talk it was part of the London Month of the Dead, and it was at Brompton Cemetery. Yeah, it was amazing. in um, in London, which was lovely. And the person giving the talk was, I believe, called Carla Valentine, which is not a very poisony name, but it was it was very interesting. So, so that's the case of sparkling cyanide, um, mm. the mystery of race, we don't know who he is. Presumably he does solve the crime. Who did it then? Well, I don't know. I didn't read the whole plot not the or the <laughs> because <laughs> I read a bit of it to just establish whether it was justified to have: to have, Related, yeah, yeah. To have some, some fizz, but not I think so it's much to have some fizz. And then I thought maybe we'll try and find the film one day.: So very unfortunate for the husband and wife, but good for us because it means we have an excuse to drink some fizz. not quite champagne, but fizz. Delicious fizzy cyanide. No actual poison for us. Cyanide, of course, is also well known for going into the Flavourade at Jonestown.
1: Oh. oh. Cyanide was yeah. what went
0: in the big vat.
1: That, I didn't that, know that.
0: What did you think it was? I don't think I'd ever really thought. Of <laughs> you hadn't considered <laughs> oh, Jonestown? Just, no. Um, cyanide is notoriously very bitter. Mm.
2: So, did, was it quite a sweet drink they added it to? You?
0: Well, it was grape Flavourade. Mm. Is flavour just a fizzy drink? It's like a generic shit drink. I don't know.
2: I reckon it's all E numbers and... Probably all E numbers.
0: Yeah. But there's some recordings of... Um, I won't talk too much about Jonestown, but there's some recordings. They made a lot of recordings at the time. And you can hear him saying... You can hear Jim Jones saying, can we make it less bitter? Because oh. he's worried that obviously people won't drink it. The children. Do you think they should have put less... Well, the children out. just get given it by their parents. I think it's, oh. it's a bad business. So I yeah. thought we prefer the Agatha Christie option of nice fizz <laughs> than the Jim Jones option of bitter flavour aid. The next inspiration for the poisoning talk today is a book um that I recently got called The Secret Poisoner, Century oh. of Murder mm-hmm. by Linda Stratman. And that's looking uh, predominantly at the late 18th and 19th centuries um, and the way that Uh, the field of forensic toxicology was developing um, in response to a a lot of murdering by a poison.
1: There was a poison crime wave.
0: Yeah.
2: So they had to up the sleuthing? They
0: had to up their sleuthing. Um, It meant they had to... There were a lot of developments anyway in science Mm. and in um, medical practice, and so they were able to start looking a lot more closely at how they could identify whether someone had been poisoned how they could do various tests for different poisons in the bodies um, and how that could then be used to pinpoint a suspect.
1: Was this at the same time as other developments in forensics? Was it all like the big... Like a good question, hmm. Joe? Fingerprinting and... Oh, yes. The other I believe things. so, yes. Blood spatter.
2: Different strands of the yeah. sleuthing Was hand. that
1: all a similar time? yeah let's say so (laughs)
0: um i'm not i'm not sure but i think probably i think they were trying to develop it was really when was sherlock holmes i know he wasn't real
1: late 1800s
0: okay so there was the kind of the rise of the modern detective Mm. was taking place um rather than just going oh here's a man with a lump of Wood with the
2: blood on. <laughs> yes. It must have been
0: him that smashed this person's head in.
2: There doesn't seem to be any outward signs of, of why this person's been killed. Maybe inside. Like, <laughs> Let's look inside. Oh,
0: yeah. Let's retrace their yeah. steps. Let's think about motive. What was um, last all that meal? sort of thing. What was their last meal?
2: What did they have for breakfast?
0: Marmite and toast. Mm. Or for Joe with cyanide. With cyanide in. Um, so the finest minds of science, medicine, and policing had to find ways of identifying. Um, Firstly, that unexpected deaths were a result of poisoning. Um, Secondly, what sort of poison was used Mm. and how it had got inside them, inside their body, usually ingesting a lot of things getting eaten. Um, And also to um, show them who a suspect might be and then take all that to court and use it as evidence in court. Um, So very interesting. Lots of case studies about unfortunate demises, secret plots... Um, and the various different kinds of poison that were used. So I will talk a little bit about that. And then also um, I have a more local story um, as we like to we have like some... We like to keep it local. We like to keep it a bit local. Mm. Bring it back to East Anglia. We are going to be talking about the St. Niot's Poisoner. Ooh, oh, that's one. Oh, he was a rotter. Ooh. Ooh St. Niot's. I so my... St. <laughs> Niot's, what a, what a place. Um, so we'll come back to that later on. But I just want to read you a quote. Um, she's talking about a particular case where a um, servant girl who also did some cooking for like, quite a wealthy family um, was found guilty of putting arsenic in the dumplings. Oh, wow. Um, and most of the family became ill. Are
1: you just laughing at dumpling?
0: Dumplings. <laughs> it's just funny. A chapter's called The Devilish Dumplings. Oh, ah. dear. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, but... Um, it, she's talking a bit about why poisoners were seen as being quite so awful, mm. and in in a lot of ways it's they were sneaky. seen, yeah, sneaky, yeah. exactly, and quite a female thing. Oh, well, that's oh, the that's true. Actually. That's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. So do you
2: say that's maybe why it's frowned upon more? Well, or yeah. At the time, they were frowned, they were they were like Ooh, those women getting above their station. Um, maybe poisoning people,
0: and also um, it was seen. If a servant killed or attempted to kill oh, yeah. their, their mistress or master, um, that was actually a worse crime than just a normal murder because it was seen as an act of petty treason. Mm. So that was, that was worse. Exactly. Mm. You're, you're doing things yeah. above your station, basically. Here's a quote. Page 12. The <laughs> secret poisoner. Poisoners were often declared to be the worst kind of criminals. The secrecy of a poison attack... The idea that it had been planned in cold blood rather than happening in the heat of the moment evoked a very particular horror. Poison threatened the established order of society. It placed a lethal weapon in the hands of those whom law and custom deemed should not be permitted to wield power. It enabled children to murder their parents, servants to murder their masters, and wives to murder their husbands. Magistrates, medical men, and politicians who were confident that they would never be stabbed to death in a
2: bar brawl, <laughs> <rule. laughs>
0: Joe finds that funny, <laughs> knew that they could still be poisoned by a daughter or a wife or a cook, and they felt threatened and vulnerable.
2: Because they had to be nice to people.
1: Well, yeah, perhaps they should have yeah, thought be... about their actions. Right.
2: But right Maybe yeah. those
1: people wouldn't want to poison them.
2: Yeah. It's, I suppose, I yes. Yeah. You to, if you want to hack someone to death, you've got to give it some... Give
1: it wallet. some welly.
2: But you know, A little cheeky poisoning. Sneaky. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to confront no, it so much, yeah. do you? I can see.
1: Ah, yeah. that in that quote it said uh, that children could poison their parents. Yes, I know. Well,
0: yes, but it's not. Um, it's not like small children. <laughs> so it, there's some cases in there of um, like daughter. adult children oh, poisoning see. their parents yeah, as a means like to get inheritance. Yes. Ooh. but there's not, you know, ten year olds. No, no. Well, could there could be. <laughs>
1: Some 10-year-olds are
0: Romans. Vicious. Mm. Mm. But it's interesting because it's... um, When I read that, I thought, oh, it's quite a democratic murder weapon.
2: Yeah, it is. And I hadn't thought about that before. No. No. Because you
0: don't need to be strong. No, exactly. Um, You don't need to be... I guess even particularly, surely, look... You need to be a wrong-un to, yeah. mur- to poison someone and murder them, but you don't need to actually have to, you know, wield a weapon and you smash even their face to in. in the same room. Don't even yeah, have to. Like you, you, don't have, you don't have to see yeah. it happening. No, exactly. you could, so
2: you're the cook. You add it to the food. Gets taken out. You don't off yeah. cheap.
1: Yes, very cheap. You could have access to it.
2: Oh, I suppose if yeah, like, if could you use stuff that was poison, like rat poison or something as well. Well.
0: Yeah. That's precisely what arsenic was. Oh. Before we move on to arsenic, just sh- tell me some poisons. Tell me the poisons. What do we know? Arsenic. Cyanide. Deadly nightshade. I suppose.
1: Is it? Is it enough? No. Is there enough is in it, there? Does it, does
2: it just make you ill?
1: No, I feel like that. You can probably die. It's a poison.
2: Uh, uh, arsenic.
1: <laughs> I don't know what else I can name. I mean, you could poison someone <laughs> with things like bleach.
2: Oh, yeah, didn't didn't yeah, that's true. Although there is that no, but poison no,
1: or just death no, but also, by
2: bleach? Also, the, we're, we're old school here, aren't we? We have to think about the classic.
1: But also, you
0: yeah. have to think. No.
2: Yeah, but what they, are they? Don't know.
0: But you have to think. You need someone to voluntarily
2: inject yeah, in, to yeah. drink it or to eat it. Or you got to inject it into them or whatever. But yeah, yeah but, but
0: bleach, but, you're not. It's hard nah, to persuade well, that's someone because yeah, right. you can
2: notice quite quickly with that, aren't you? You're gonna what? The, yeah.
1: Tell us some well, there must be more strychnine. Oh, oh I remember yes. that name. Yeah, we'll be looking one. at strychnine later on. Oh, well,
2: and I'll there must be wait.
1: lots of belladonna. I'm thinking
2: of yeah, like thinking the plant. Right. But yeah, isn't belladonna
0: deadly nightshade? Oh,
1: it,
2: it is. Same it thing. Is you're right. right. Yeah, exactly right. There goes my thing. So
0: there's different. There's there's different ones. Um, morphine and all those oh, kinds yeah. of opiates
2: as well. You can like, well. overdose on those.
0: Somehow that doesn't doesn't seem as bad.
2: It's a bit of a nicer way to go. it
0: Doesn't feel like poison to me. Let's start with arsenic then. Um, Arsenic is uh, distinctive in some ways because it's, as we know, it's an element. It's on the periodic table.
2: Oh, yes.
1: It can be an answer in pointless. That's what I was just thinking. That's the only way I know about any elements. Arsenic. Pointless. So it's a metallic poison.
0: Oh? Um,
2: It's 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 liquid, yeah? No. No. No.
1: A a powder.
2: Powder. And the reason... I suppose you can sprinkle it in there or like... Sprinkle it it wherever uh, you like. Sprinkle it on
1: their jelly. <laughs>
0: um, and arsenic. They're always jelly. Of the um, of the poisonings that took place in the kind of 18th, 19th centuries, arsenic was by far the most commonly used poison
2: because it was easy to get hold of. Very
0: easy to right, get hold yeah. of. It was sold just in grocers, oh.
2: um,
0: as well as in pharmacists, get some apothecaries. And some because uh, it was used very widely as a rat poison. <laughs>
2: and what happens if you're just absent-minded as well? I oh, know I put the arsenic in with the flour. Well that did happen. Oh,
0: no. There were there were accidental
1: deaths.
2: Maybe no one will ever notice.
1: There were accidental deaths. Do we know the um effects of arsenic? Oh god. We do. Is it it's bad.
2: It's not just a tickle in the tongue, is it?
1: It's not just a tickle, <laughs> in, a tickle the tum. in the tongue. <laughs> like a little imp- um, got in
0: there. Well, <laughs> arsenic, tickling? um, it was it was very widely used to to do some murdering and also there were quite a lot of accidental deaths. Um, firstly, it was widely available. It was used in domestic um, uses for rat poison that kind of thing. Uh, it was also used in agriculture. Mm. Um, it was used in um, various forms of industry. Um,
2: so it's easy to get hold very of. Very easy to get yeah, hold yeah, of. A they easy. they
0: put it in things like fly paper as well. What? oh Yeah. So. Don't eat the fly. Paper. Joe's looking like a, v- a vague memory of a fly paper based m- murder yeah, is coming back to him. it might her.
1: have been in a book where someone.
0: Well, I don't think it was in your life.
1: <laughs> okay. but was it in anyone's life, or was it conjured out of the mind of someone? Mm. Okay. Where they, I have read it though. Don't lick they the fly paper. Soaked, fly paper in water to extract extract the, the poison. And
2: then um, yeah. The,
1: i think that can happen for water and basically for the
0: first half of the 19th century it was like sale of of arsenic as well as other poisons was pretty much unregulated um and then they passed various bills uh one of them then just was like you have everything that's poisonous has to go in a bottle that says poison on it and has (laughs) just just with the skull and crossbones so that is actually a thing okay because you look at that now in, in films Ooh. where you see oh, a big bottle that says poison on, but they did actually do that. But it was very difficult to actually regulate that. Um, and arsenic was just sold in little twists of paper, oh. just at the grocers like a penny for just a little twist of arsenic. Quick twist of arsenic? Or
1: like Orsonic? a sherbet. I bet sherbet oh, was no. sold like that too. Don't get
2: your sherbet and arsenic mixed up.
0: In many ways, it's an ideal poison to choose because it's, um, almost odourless and tasteless. So it doesn't have a strong flavour if you put it into someone's food um, and it doesn't have a strong scent either. So the person that's eating it wouldn't necessarily know.
1: Because in films, there's a dead body and they're always like trying to breathe in the breath. Of right. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, they're trying to sniff Aww. out the What's breath. What's the one that smells of, of dead pear body. Body. drops or something? Um, that's yes. Paranoid uh yes cyanide is is quite
0: quite almondy and bitter
2: Mm. yeah um when it's when it's when you've ingested it on your breath or i think so yeah
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. um but i don't think that would last that long i don't know you can
2: i reckon the smell of rotting corpse would probably
0: (laughs) (laughs) in the in the first case that she talks about in the book there's um this servant girl called um eliza fanning who was found... I knew
1: she was going to be called Eliza. They're always called
0: Eliza. They're always bloody called Eliza. They're always called Eliza. Um, She had... Well, she's always denied that it was her that did this, but um, it was baked into some dumplings. um, And then no taste uh, that was different, and then the family just ate the dumplings. The whole family?
2: Yes. Could they detect, then, that there had been cyanide in the dumplings? Arsenic. Arsenic.
0: Well they could they could jake the family and all people that have Mm. arsenic poisoning um the the symptoms actually could be mistaken for um a lot of other illnesses um the symptoms include vomiting diarrhea uh stomach cramps all the classics could have
2: been rife in those times rife all of that stuff
0: rife um drowsiness (laughs) headaches all that kind of thing which actually a lot of a lot of symptoms appear with other illnesses um Cholera has similar symptoms, but also just the flu or something. You might get exactly. some of that stuff. Um, obviously, if a whole family suddenly starts vomiting and severe diarrhoea all over the house, then it's going to be <laughs> seen as being a bit house.
2: suspicious. Oh the maids will be so cross. Well, the
1: maids bloody done it. <laughs> the <laughs> the maids, that's why.
0: She the be maids bloody that, done anyway. it. Um, so it's not much fun from the perspective of the victim. You're, no. you're, you're, you're un, Your body
1: is losing its liquids it's losing all its liquids
0: yeah very bad um you can if it's caught in time they can um depending how much you've had you you don't necessarily die they can you can fight it off they can give you emetics which i believe just flushes your body so you're just trying to get it out as quickly as as possible. possible yeah um and you can also be poisoned by arsenic slowly so you could little bits in your food just tiny doses to make it look like
2: yeah yeah, and then a natural a slow decline
0: so it's quite i mean in some ways it's a good poison to use easy to get hold of odorless (laughs) tasteless just bake it into some dumplings give it to the people it'll look like they've just got like a stomach bug how
1: much do you think people are eating dumplings (laughs) (laughs) Not I sure. feel like this lot of dumpling eating going on. I think you're focusing
0: no. too much on the dumplings and less, not enough on the art. They might have just had the dumplings once, and, but
2: it had, um, Oh, do you think she steak? sold
1: it to them? Like, oh I'm oh dumplings, delicious! <laughs> well, I haven't had
2: dumplings in years since the last person died. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> I
1: like dumplings. <laughs> what would you? Where would they go? Into a stew? Yeah.
2: Oh, dumplings on the top. Yeah. Of the
1: stew. Mm.
2: They're probably like, tucking into them thinking, this is great. Yeah. Little did they know.
0: Um, the bad thing about arsenic, from mm. the point of view of the poisoner...
2: Because there's quite a lot of... Or,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> the good thing about arsenic from the point of view of the police um, is that it's quite easy to detect.
2: How? Uh, well,
0: because it's, it's a metallic uh, element, uh, yes. um, the body can't assimilate it. Uh, and we'll see later with some of the organic poisons that come from plants, um, the body can assimilate those and disguise them quite but easily. But it's the traces then of arsenic. Oh, so arsenic uh, will uh, stay. That
2: yeah. makes yeah.
1: me imagine gold ooh
2: Oh yeah, there's all-
0: just yeah. like little
1: arsenic like flecks
0: floating around.
1: Yeah, and that that would come out, and then the police would see it. Right. That
2: would be easy, wouldn't it, for the police if that was the case? Yeah. Little gold. Got gold in you. Yeah. Oh, there we are.
0: In the Eliza Fanning case, they examined um, the leftover food and they could see the white powder, the, oh, really like bits that. of white powder actually in, baked well, in the dumplings. They should have
2: mixed it in better, I think now. She should have yeah, been more careful. Yeah.
0: Um, and also, the I'm sorry, it's unpleasant, the vomit and the feces oh. uh, will uh, we'll oh, have, <laughs> <God> <laughs> we'll have uh, traces of arsenic in. That they can identify. And
2: so but, but before they'd, they'd started making these leaps and bounds in all this detecting work... They wouldn't would know to look air. for that. Yeah. They, they wouldn't really know look to look. There, though. I, I'm I sure know. Scooby had to go Everything was the...
1: more like loose
2: yeah. murder I, I, and all that. I'm sure the Sherlock Holmes didn't have to f- sift through the feces. Yeah, Watson. Yeah, would have... God,
1: poor Watson. Sifting poo,
0: was he? And Hastings was doing the oh, same Hastings. in Poirot.
1: Oh, Hastings. Who did Miss Marple have? She probably had another old lady.
2: The poo sifter. Well, old ladies are quite hardy, so maybe she just did it herself. You know, they, they've, got, they, they,
1: they, they, they've seen it all. Yeah, by then
2: they're like, Pfft, come on, I've birthed Why three they, children. Find... Old
1: ladies should be sifting poo. Tell that to
0: Gillian McKeith. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it.
1: Hers were always in Tupperware. It's, it's gone too much. I think she should have just done it in the toilet. You
0: can't sift in a. Oh, a German toilet has a little ledge, and the poo will land on the ledge. Chris is nodding in it's acknowledgement. So
1: that you can inspect
0: it. Yeah, um, I remember. Put fast, Well, <laughs> it's too late by then. Oh, damn. Um, I remember years ago reading a book by Zizek, and he talks for ages about the. Way that different nations have different toilet designs, okay. um, and how it reflects on the national psyches. Of the nation. And the British are like, "No, send it away, never look,
2: <laughs> never look again." Is the French one with a hole in the floor.
0: Maybe yeah. he talks about three, and I just always remember that they, the the British want to send the poo away and never have to see it ever again. <laughs> the Germans love and just to. pretend it didn't exist, and the Germans
1: put it on a little ledge. Aha! No, that's <laughs> so the, the
0: thing.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure it was any nationalist. No,
2: <laughs> that's the sound of a man that's had two glasses of sparkles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> two glasses of oh
0: <laughs> Oh dear me! <laughs> um, so they could examine the the vomit, the feces, the food, and also if the um, if the victim actually died, they could do during the autopsy. They could see traces in the stomach um, of this um, powder. Ah, uh, oh, sorry.
1: Uh, oh, I was you just it, I was thinking of kings and whatnot the special people who had uh tasted tasters tasters mm-hmm. yes for if they thought they were going to be poisoned all the time or maybe they fed it to a dog or a chicken ah, oh no but they'd have
2: to wait till maybe a little bit later they'd have the food would come out the taster yeah. would taste it right we'll give it 24 hours oh then i'll leave not 24
1: food. hours like oh, it's 10 minutes cold. well a lot of the what
0: poisons seem to be quite fast acting okay. the ones that you eat but your food would be your cold. body will react yeah. very quickly
2: I don't think Henry VIII They'd, would like that.
0: He didn't have a microwave.
2: He, he was like, "I want some hot food, not this."
0: I think salt. that in the time of Henry VIII, the banqueting tables were so massive, and it took so long to bring out the it food. Was anyway. It was probably all yeah, cold yeah. anyway. Oh, Jake and by the time it that. reached from the far side of the table to where Henry was,
2: I would make sure. Cold. If I was Henry VIII, I would make sure that there was a fire behind me. Get my <laughs> chicken leg, turn around, stick it straight in the fire, heat it up. <laughs> Just a right. quick rotisserie. Yeah, yep, and then back <laughs> into the mouth. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Or you could have your own tiny tabletop fire.
2: Oh, a
0: little spit. Um, But don't set a fire to yourself, because Sarah McPhee, our older sister, once was toasting a marshmallow over at the fire when we were little, and not that little... She was really old enough to taste a marshmallow. I don't want you to think we have irresponsible parenting. Uh, And then she... The marshmallow caught a flame and then she tried to pull it out of the the fire. But in her... Strange movement of haste The marshmallow flicked off the stick And landed
1: on her head no. oh.
2: Flaming marshmallow in the hair
1: Flaming head. marshmallow in the hair <laughs> it's really Sticky. A hot marshmallow is a stick Just
2: landing thing. on your head on fire And I like a marshmallow But if it was on fire and in someone's <laughs> head I wouldn't probably go and get it
1: I think you would
2: Not on my mouth
0: I think you'd say Quick I, I can At last my special <laughs> skills come to good use And you just go like mouth open Mouth open directly onto the mm. flaming marshmallow That's
2: best way Warm <laughs> Hot.
0: Smothering the flame <laughs> and saving the day.
2: <laughs> I was going to ask a very quick question about the... Uh, yes, you've got
0: a lot of questions. I, I
2: know. I like to learn. I'm not sure I have the answers. Oh, uh, um, so we're talking about the traces inside the body and all that business.
0: Yes, yes. But
2: can they, could, could you trace it on the other person's fingers and stuff who'd been making uh, the film? Oh,
0: uh, yes, I suppose, yeah. but... I they think... might have washed, though.
2: Well, I suppose they could say then, well, I've been doing the rat poisoning all day, so it's not my much... yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I've been doing the rat poisoning yeah. all day. Um, I've, been, I've been licking the flypaper. Mm. Mm.
1: That thing of every house having rat poison.
0: Well, most of them. There Does were a lot of means... rats. Well, yeah, mm. were
1: there a lot more rats?
0: We know there were.
1: Why? And where have they gone? The
2: plague?
0: The yeah, plague, yeah. that was earlier. I don't oh. think that
1: makes sense as a comment either.
0: <laughs> I just think... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, like I think houses were less...
2: <laughs> no, they spread the plague. ...secure.
1: <laughs> so, rats did spread the plague. So that's what I was
2: thinking of.
1: <laughs> was there the fleas on the rats? Oh, was it the oh, fleas? So was the fleas, not well, the rats. I don't know. The I rat, don't think any of us know enough The rats were the, were the car. The, the car? <laughs> well, like the... the, the, the,
2: the <laughs> they drove it along the motorway.
1: Like a flea
2: <laughs>
0: The rats were the the car vehicle and the fleas were the agents of disease.
2: Housed inside the car.
0: (laughs) Could they control the rat?
2: Special delivery.
0: No, the fleas can't control the rat.
2: (laughs) Not like a ratatouille. Is that uh, one? No, that was a a rat uh, controlling a chef. (laughs) Oh, that would have been a good one. <laughs> he could have delivered. The rat could have de- made the uh, chef deliver uh, arsenic into the food. as was like a Aha, rat poison. Was egg. the
0: rat really evil?
2: No, I think it was helping him actually. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I sorry. mean, that
0: is
1: a nice children's film. It's not about. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's not
0: I've a, it's not seen a, it, and now I've got strange ideas <laughs> about what Ratatouille is about. But I had Lef- a
1: genuine question. Oh, you're sorry. That was why. Why were there so many rats? Mm. Bad just, sewage oh sewers. yes of sewers. course
2: oh yeah that's
1: it of course the sewers had basil jack done his stuff yet he did the big sewage was system. it no i believe a man called john snow did a lot of the
0: sewage yeah. systems in mm-hmm. london Actually, not
1: either of the famous john snows no, no.
0: neither of the most famous john snows <laughs> but in many ways we have a lot more to the sewer john
1: snow to be thankful yeah of. and maybe or. in
2: his day he was more famous do you think?
1: Well, because the other two have no, not <laughs> not
2: time with family, <laughs> but like I mean, if you if you held them up as that uh, in a line saying how famous they were, maybe I'm, he was more famous. Do you
1: know? I feel like Game of Thrones would have been the most famous. That's true. Famous actually. know you're John right. I'm talking. talking I think Barack's. that trumps all Jon Snow. No, you're
2: right. Also, he probably would have just be famous in London.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And now Jon Snow from the Game of Thrones is famous all over the world. I, I retract and news
0: newsreader John yeah. Snow he's pretty famous you think he's the third most well, famous
2: well at least he's more he's probably more famous than just London isn't he's he? my
0: favourite one yeah. though
2: I'm going <laughs> to retract my statement sorry
0: okay retracted <laughs> Yeah. but we can I think we have answered Joe's question yeah. the, sewer, the sewage. sewers it was open sewers rats were everywhere
2: we'll call it the sewage canal <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you just one more thing about arsenic yeah. that I especially like and I haven't Got the facts about it. I won't ask questions. I've got vague facts, but no scientific details. Don't be too probing. Um, I remember some while ago learning about um, the way that if bodies are um, buried or um, dumped in a really moist environment, that rather than um, decaying in the normal way that bodies decay, the the fatty deposits of the body transform into something called adiposea, which is like a waxy... Ooh. A waxy, waxy thing
1: like ear wax. Well, uh, I guess there are other types of wax. Like a Yeah,
2: fatberg.
1: kind of a fatberg,
0: a bit fatbergy, yeah. but but more waxy. Uh,
2: ooh. Um, if it's if it's very moist, yeah, like yeah. Like so some of the ones that
0: they found in
2: bogs, ooh, got and waxy. things, they like
0: they are really w- waxy rather than decayed.
2: And is that why they're more preserved? Oh, I'm asking a question. I said, I don't
0: know. I don't know. No, I don't. But all I know is that arsenic can have a similar effect on some bodies, some oh. of bodies that they examined. Um, they and also, I'm really sorry, but they did a lot of tests on animals. Oh. When they were trying to look at Yeah. Mm. They were trying to develop their, their toxicology. Um, methods and I'm, they did do some bad poisonings oh of animals did. I know it's horrible Custos. um so they and then they would examine the the mm. bodies mm-hmm. and um arsenic can uh lead a body to uh not necessarily decay in the normal way but instead that the the fats of the body transform into this waxy Ooh. substance
1: did Madame Tussaud like it
0: she probably liked it
1: she said. Shame. That's
0: how she started. That's Give how...
1: everyone her arsenic.
0: She said it was wax, wax figures, them. but what she'd done was kill a lot of oh, people, oh, oh, oh. bury them in a bog with some arsenic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then just yeah. put the, the transformed adipociferous bodies, waxy, waxy, body. waxy bodies, put a hat on them. She loved that, hat, didn't she?
1: It,
2: it sounds like the classic uh, Peter Cushing film. House of Wax. Something like that.
1: I think that's my best fact, actually. You like that? I well, that's okay, cool. well, there's
0: a lot more science yeah, like behind the... that, but I've just glossed over. Uh, we're back. We're about to have our, our drinks, but I think we just need to do a few <laughs> immediate corrections. As soon as Chris stopped recording, he said, I don't think Jon Snow did do the sewers," um, And it turns out Jon Snow was an epidemiologist uh, who looked into diseases and ways to prevent diseases. And what did he took the pumps away or something
1: yeah he took because the pumps they, they worked out how cholera was
0: because right because cholera society. was spread oh, in the water, the yeah. water all using the same water pumps so he took the pumps away and so the sewers were as joe said basil jet basil yeah. jet is that his name <laughs>
1: Basil Getty? It we, we're saying it right or wrong, but that is his That's name. That's his name. And I am right.
0: Joe was right, I'm sorry. A right. whole discussion of Jon Snow no, was totally no. irrelevant.
2: Boo. <laughs>
0: Famous or non-famous Jon Snow is totally irrelevant.
2: And I made a mistake as well. Jake also made a mistake. Peter Cushing's film was not House of Wax, that was Vincent Price. But Peter Cushing did <laughs> star in a one of the anthology Amicus anthology films uh, in a segment that was about a House of Wax as well.
0: Asylum. I think it was. I love asylum. Yeah, there we go. Fact check. Yeah, Yeah, So just an immediate fact check there. I looked very quickly about the adiposea, and they identified this through studies on dogs that they had killed with arsenic and then left the bodies and compared. And um, the waxy, the the soft fatty bits turned to um, adiposea, and the muscles and organs were red and preserved basically so the bodies didn't decay in the normal way let's have a drink, enough of that Um, Jo's brought these drinks she can explain her logic
1: it's my drink Um, actually it's a bit of a similar theme to Ruth's drink but it contains
0: more booze it contains more Mm -hmm. booze
1: so I have called this drink which I've created although maybe Google did help me (laughs) I called it the Fiendish Forager Ooh. Ooh. So, in the drink, a blackberry. Foraged. Foraged, actually, by Ruth. Some uh, amaretto. foraged.
0: Mm, Not foraged. foraged.
1: <laughs> Not and foraged. Then some more fizz. Great. <laughs> right. oh, hey. So, I was thinking that a poisoner, a sly one, Ooh. could put the poison into the blackberries. Ooh. And then the flavour would be um, hidden by the Ooh, amaretto. That was my thing, right? The am- ah, because good. the almond flavour of oh, the amaretto would so hide the. that's What a fiendish forager would do!
2: And also, it does seem strange. That it just seems unusual. Blackberries in the McPhee presence as well. I
0: know. I, yeah, all... I until this year wouldn't mm. eat blackberries. We all know why. It's because when we were little, oh, our sister words. says oh, the, the second Sarah McPhee story. <laughs> she um, foraged some blackberries and wanted to make them into jam. <laughs> And they were boiled in a giant vat. And Joe and I peeped in to the vat of boiling berries. uh, And there were hundreds of tiny worms that had been inside uh, the blackberries.
1: Writhing around
0: as they boiled. Writhing around. And then we didn't eat back. But then, when we told this story recently to people, they were like, "That's no, that doesn't happen." It did happen, Ooh. but we saw it with our eyes. Also, Mum oh,
1: attests what? to it, and she was an adult at the time. Mum attests says that to it. it. Happened.
2: Let's try. But Sarah says no.
1: I haven't asked Sarah. Uh, this is. Yeah. The, oh wow! This is really nice. Is it pa- I,
2: is it's it? quite powerful. It's
0: quite powerful.
2: The talk, may go. You too. definitely
0: wouldn't notice any poison in here. No. Oh, that is not. It's yeah. fiendish. Um, right? Are you ready? To hear the story of the Saint Neats poisoner. Yes, please. Yeah.
1: Do we will you do some scene setting about Saint Neats? I can try. Um it's actually last week
0: um we were discussing or whenever it was, some time ago. When we discussed the Witches of All Boys, that was of course in the old um, county of Huntingdonshire. Yeah. Huntingdonshire. Is
1: Saint Neots too?
0: St. Neitz was also in the old county of oh, Huntingdonshire. Hold on. There's, there's a, a lot of wrong there.
2: Yeah, this is a pattern of urging, <laughs> I think.
0: Well, as we discussed, the fens. Full of mm. wrong-uns. Um, but St. Neitz is a bit of a bigger, bigger town than, than Warboys. Um, and actually, we're talking quite a bit later. We're looking at 1898. Oh. That's is that, our year.
1: Is that classic poison time?
0: It's, it's in the kind of the, the smack in the poison time. Um, It's Victorian, Mm. Victorian era, towards the end of the Mm. Victorian era. We're nearly into the uh, 20th century. Mm. Um, So this is interesting because it's a bit more local and it lets me go off onto a small tangent later about Cambridge Prison, which is quite interesting. (gasps) Oh. Yeah. And he's called the St. Neots Poisoner. He wasn't actually in St. Neots. It was like a nearby kind of...
1: Is it a tiny village? Yeah, tiny villages, no
0: names. I believe called Stonely... Oh. Oh. Annie Holmes, the victim, was from Stonely and
1: Annie
2: Holmes—they've oh, always got oh, these what's <laughs> really the Stoneley poisoner sounds better, I think. The
0: Stoneley yes. poisoner. poisoner, but he, but Walter Stoneleigh. Horsford himself was actually from Spaldwick.
1: That sounds worse.
2: Spaldwick poisoner sounds more typical. Like he's a bit <laughs> of a wronger from Spaldwick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the wicks, all of the, the wrong ones from oh, the wick villages. Baldwick Poisoner. Um, he, was, he was from a farming family. Well. Yeah. So, but he's known as the St. Niitz Poisoner. Access to poison. Access to poison, poison everywhere. Um, last time, I believe we discussed very briefly the Norris Museum. Uh, and this time... We said it was a good one. We said it was a good one. This time, uh, we can learn a bit about the St. Niitz Poisoner from the St. Niitz Museum. Mm. Which I think is just called the St. Neots Museum.
2: Did they name him so they could have him in the museum? Maybe. Mm.
0: They claimed him. Yeah, cl- yeah. <laughs> they said, What's famous about St. They... Neots? What we Did need they... is a serial killer.
2: Forget that Spaldwick poisoner. We'll have a St. Neots poisoner, thank you. They're probably after a, a wax dummy. Waxy arsenic. Well, I mean, everyone body. wants a, oh. a waxy dummy.
0: In the a waxy city. dummy of a murderer. He is a bad rotter. This Walter Horsford. Spoke.
1: He was convicted so only... What's his name? You didn't tell us he his name. Walter yeah. Horsford.
2: <gasps> the oh. Spaldwick <laughs> Poisoner. But renamed it... To Slash Neitz St. Nia's yeah.
0: Poisoner. Um, he was only convicted of one murder. Oh, um, on. But he was actually suspected of three others. Oh. So we can hear about Cereal those. Serial killer then. Yeah. Mm. Basically, yeah. But of course, in those days, they, that wasn't mm. a thing. No. They That's didn't really think about that. that. Yeah, not till the days of Mindhunter.
2: Sorry, we interrupted the story about that. That's
0: fine. We're never
1: going to hear about Horace.
2: St. Neitz. Walter Horsford. Yeah.
0: Horace, the St. Neitz listener. He's not called Horace. No, he's called Walter Horsford. Oh.
1: No, not Horace. Let's call him Horace. Okay. friendlier. (laughs) Oh, he's not (laughs)
0: friendly.
2: He's bad.
1: He's a bad rotter. He's
2: done one, at least two others.
0: Three. Yeah. Maybe three, three. Oh, sorry. Definitely one. Maybe, I mean, He's you're the, here. It sounds fairly conclusive four, to me that think. he did... That he did. In total, could be four. four yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right. We'll leave it there for episode three then. Uh, we've learned some wrong information and a few small pieces of possibly correct information. Uh, we have to wait till next time until we get to the sordid tale of St. Nietzsche's Poisoner, Walter Horsford, Um, until that one, thanks for listening, um, and see you next time.